Hi, it's Chris. I love donuts and holy shit moments, and I'm sharing all the wonderful experiences they have led me to. Here comes one now. Hi again. I have a story to tell you today, and it's a story I need to remind myself of. It's a story I've meant to share because it's kind of a missing piece of why Chris isn't an attorney. And I think of this story as the setup. So you may remember I graduated law school in 1996. I moved to San Diego. I took the bar and failed. So in that first year or two of being in San Diego and taking studying and taking and failing the bar exam, I was working whatever jobs I could find. And I did find a pretty some pretty cool jobs. I waitressed right, right away because that was kind of my thing, food service, which I really liked and still like. I liked working at Starbucks and donuts and everything. I also worked for this um, this sports website, which, you know, when websites, when the internet was first starting and I learned some HTML, that was a cool job. But I was in between some jobs and I was looking for something. I'm not sure what was going on. I was looking for a job. One day I'm, I lived in Ocean Beach, a part of San Diego. And one day I just decided to try this bakery. It wasn't new. It'd been there for a while. And I had meant to try it, but okay, one day I finally decide I'm going to go in. So I go in, I walk in, and there's a woman at the counter. The it, They seem to be wrapping up the employee, giving change back a receipt or something. And they're having a conversation. And the customer tells her that her son is a manager of a bar in Pacific Beach, which is uh, the next neighborhood beach community to the north of Ocean Beach, or no, Mission Beach and then Pacific Beach. And her son was manager of a bar. He needed a bartender. Okay, I overheard that. I had worked as a bartender. So as the woman walked by me to leave, I said, I have bartending experience and I'm looking for a job. So we exchanged numbers. Next thing you know, I met this seedy little bar in this rundown strip mall in Pacific Beach. What's the main road that comes in off of five? I can't remember, but it's it's right when you come in off of five and take whatever that left turn is to get to PB. And it's a little shady from the get-go. Um, there's no paperwork. I keep asking the guy for paperwork, and I work immediately. Like, immediately, I, I walk in, he hires me, and leaves, like puts me behind the bar, and then leaves. The place is not busy. There are a handful of customers at any time. And I'm by myself. Which, looking back now, that's crazy. So, I think John started to come in because it was so shady. Um, that must have been really early on, actually. That may have been within the first six months because we had a roommate for a few months. So that must have been within the first year of moving there. Okay, so I start to hear from customers that 
they can't keep anybody. They keep losing employees because they're not getting paid. And, you know, now I can only imagine what was going on, but I was a little naive. I didn't know what was going on. I didn't, I didn't know any better. I stuck around for maybe a week, maybe into two weeks. There were... I kept asking for paperwork. There was no paperwork. I wasn't getting paid. I needed to get paid. I had bills to pay. So one night I left a note in the drawer saying I quit basically. I wrote down the hours I had worked. I figured my own deductions and I took what I thought I was owed minus the deductions, which is funny to me now. So I go and get a different job, I guess. I went and worked at that that website for a few months. Um, I don't know if I tried some other waitressing jobs. You know, I did. Oh my gosh, I worked at Coco's. Oh my gosh. Um, And eventually I got on with a legal temp agency. And I was a receptionist downtown. And this was like a construction defense firm or something. They told me nobody calls, nobody comes in bring something to read. So I was an English undergrad and I started bringing in books that I thought I probably should have read in high school or college and never got around to. So this was cool. I was working in in a law firm reading books, which I loved. And then I remember studying for the bar the next time it came around. It was great. Loved it. How, how cool can that be? Um, but now it's funny that I'm looking back on that because I must have really been enjoying reading those books because I was in a law firm. But I don't know if I was intimidated. I wasn't talking to these people about what they did. Nobody was telling me, was filling me in about what it was to be an attorney. So looking back now, I can say I was vibrating books. I was enjoying books. Of course, Anyway, um, while I was working there, I applied for a job at the San Diego Public Defender's Office because when I went to law school, I wanted to help people. And I wanted to help people who didn't have the resources that, that some people do. And when you have the resources, you can, I think that's an advantage when it comes to the law. So I get an interview with the San Diego Public Defender's Office, and I'm really excited because I know I'm eventually going to pass the bar. It's just a little bump in the road, right? Just didn't make it on the first try. So one day sitting at that desk, I get a phone call from the San Diego Public Defender's Office. And they tell me that they cannot interview me. They cannot move forward with me, the hiring process because something came up in my background check. Oh, there's a kitty who wants upstairs. Something came up in my background check. Somebody had accused me of theft. Hi, Kitty. And I was shocked. I didn't know what was going on. Theft? Who accused me of theft? I, nobody told me about this. And so I kept asking questions, and I was upset. Oh, my gosh. I, I was so upset. It... That hit me harder than the bar, because the bar, I could do that again. But this, oh, wow, it was it was devastating. Um, So I kept asking questions. What are you talking about? How could this be? I, I, 
had no idea what was going on. And eventually the person told me, well, there was a charge, but nothing happened. Um, it was a place called Down Under. What? I, I was still, I, I had no idea what was going on. And the cat must really need me right now. Um, I had no idea what was going on. I was, I was shocked. And I, it finally hurt, it finally hit me. I think I hung up the phone and, oh my gosh, I, I can, I can remember how devastated I was. And then I remembered, oh my God, that goddamn bar was called Down Under. Oh my God. I took that money and the guy called the cops on me. How, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? And as upset as I was then, you know, of course, it's, it's in hindsight. I didn't see it at the time. Of course, I didn't know. I didn't know what was going on. Not long after that, I, I saw the ad for the literary agency. I applied for that job, which was so cool. I didn't even know what I was applying for, and it was awesome. It was perfect for me, handling contracts at a literary agency with my English background, my English undergrad It was awesome. And I can only imagine, as much as I wanted to work for the public defender's office, I can only imagine that the literary agency was much more my thing. And yeah, I was obviously vibrating books. I was obviously putting out that signal to the universe that I love books and I love reading books. And if you paid me, I would sit here and read books all day. (laughs) Like, obviously, I had a choice, like sitting at that desk. What am I doing? I'm reading books. I'm not studying for the bar. I mean, I did study for the bar when it came around, but that's not what I was doing first off. I wasn't asking people around me what they do in this law firm and how do they do it. So now, many years later, I mean, I've... I realized this a while ago. I was completely set up by the universe. Completely set up. Walking into that bakery, overhearing that conversation, going to work at that stupid bar for a week. And then that throws a wrench into me having that interview. I passed the bar finally on my fifth try, remember? And then my husband decides he doesn't want to practice law. He wants to get into college athletics. So we leave California. And when we left California, that did not hurt me at all. That did not upset me at all. Because I knew then I wanted to have kids. I knew then I wanted to be here for them like I am right now. They're at school. I'm at home. I'm doing all the mom stuff. And that's where I want to be. I don't, I didn't want to, I don't want to be in an office most of the day and away from the house. And there's so much evidence to show me that I was set up. And I have to remind myself, whenever I start to feel like I'm not enough, whenever I start to feel like a failure because I'm not an attorney, or a failure because I have incredible student debt, I have to remind myself, 
the universe is on my side. The universe would have helped me. Something would have happened. Circumstances, synchronicities, something would have happened then because it's happened other times, just like the donuts. I finally pass the bar and get admitted. I'm an, I'm an admitted attorney in Idaho for two years. Yeah, pregnancy to pregnancy. I'm there. I'm talking to people. I'm involved. I'm in the district bar. And it just didn't happen. It just, I just, you know, that's what I'm going with. I was set up. It just, and this is where I want to be. So that maybe is the missing piece of my puzzle. Hasn't that happened to you? Something incredible, a synchronicity, a circumstance, just something crazy blows you away. That's what I call a holy shit coincident. And I know it's happened to other people, whether you've recognized it or not. It's happened to me numerous times. And I feel so lucky to recognize it. And I feel so lucky to be able to be here for my kids because I know that's where I'm supposed to be. Hello, Chris. You're doing exactly what you're supposed to be. You are always exactly where you are supposed to be. Okay, that's my story today. And it sounds like Amazon is here. Can you hear my doorbell? So thanks for listening to another one of my stories. I hope you had an amazing aha from this. Thanks for listening to Chris Loves Donuts. Remember, your words are powerful and the universe is always listening.